welcome to I Want Business, the small business podcast brought to you by Clarity Creative Group. My name is Craig, and I'm here joined by David. That's me. Our producer extraordinaire in the building, Brian Fritz of PodcastingDoneRight.com. This episode, we are talking about something exciting, hiring your first employee. You're growing, your business is crushing it, you need help. Of course, we need to give you a tool. Something to help you on your way. Hopefully, it's free in some capacity. David's got our tool of the episode to help you hire that first employee. All right. So, our tool to speak about this episode is all about Indeed.com. Indeed. Indeed. <laughs> and what Indeed is all about is helping you. Well, there's two sides of it. Number one, if you're looking for a job, you can go and search and find employers. If you're looking for somebody to fill a position, there's a post a job part. Indeed. And what's better about Indeed? It's free. Free. To get started. <laughs> I like that. That was, that was very salesy. Super free. And then I need your money. So I'll be honest. Indeed's probably going to hate me for this. Throughout our, our, our careers of using Indeed, I've yet to ever spend a penny on it. Oh, dear. Because because the thing is, if, if, you're, if you write engaging you know copy on it, I think you're going to get enough resumes that you don't need to pay you're going to get a big boost if you pay in terms of getting in front of more people but um it, it's been good so indeed it's pretty much you just pretty much post your job it's a better monster.com it's pretty much just that but it's uh again a different uh, you know it's just just a different site a different opportunity in front of different people you post what you uh what position you're looking for what maybe requirements you have all about your company and then within for our times within a few minutes. Yeah, we start. speak on this one. I mean, on, on all the tools, we speak from experience because we're using them. But this one wasn't just something to help. We've used it in our business to hire people. For it's, multiple things. Yeah, for yeah. multiple different jobs. It's how we were able to find people. I mean, for one of them, like 80 resumes came in. It's kind of crazy. So it, it allows people to like fill out a profile almost and and go after certain jobs on like an automated thing where it'll autom like the people I mean who right. are filling it out will automatically get these job results. So I think it's great for someone looking for a job too. Right. Oh, it definitely helps get them, you know, knowing who you are and out there as well as it's just a really easy I found it to be a really simple system to use. Had a lot of fun with it. You're able to kind of review people's resumes. You can message them through it. There's definitely aspects. It, it creates can, one barrier of, of communication, which mm -hmm. it has to. I mean, mm -hmm. they are they are a for-profit company. Mm -hmm. So that that's it's just like an online dating site. You're not going to immediately have their, their email or their, te or their cell phone. So it gives you communication with them through Indeed. However, it, there's their phone numbers like the next step because you have to call for an interview. Yeah. So it's pretty cool. On it's that. usually pretty much there yeah. and you can you can reach out to them and do all that. But but all that's all still free. They're, they're, again, you can you can indeed indeed you can take it and you can pretty much, you know, again, post your job, get the resumes, call them, do everything that you need to do without having to spend a penny to get started. Again, maybe if, if you're hiring hundreds of employees, you might want to pay for the the, the paid version because right. you're going to need, you need volume, need volume. But I, I, for a small business starting out, hiring your first employee, which is today's topic, I think that this is a great way to get started to start finding those next new people. Indeed, David. Indeed. Indeed. Craig. Indeed. We, we like Indeed. I, again, free, easy to use. There are paid versions to take it to the next level. That is going to be the tool of the episode because it plays so well into what we're talking about. This episode is going to be a little different than what you've seen from us before because I think we're going to have more anecdotes this time, a little more about 
how things went for us because in the different businesses that we work with, we have employees now and we didn't. So we are literally the 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 poster child for this episode. We we went from not having it to having it. So I guess let's start with your experience. Do you want to do you want to give us a story of the old days or more modern? What do you want to hit us with? I guess let's go old days. You want to go old days? Where give it to me. Uh, give me a personal story about bringing on an employee where you were before and what happened. Oh gosh. Um it, bringing on employees. Um so Back in the day, I recall a time of sitting down with somebody. I mean, you, you kind of looked at their resume. In front you, of them. In front of them, you know, for the first time. And you just kind of had a quick conversation, asked a, probably about one or two questions. Hey, Were these you know, the old retail days? Oh, those are re- these retail. Are the, so David so, has a past. You know, do you, do, have you handled money before? Yes. Uh, I have touched it a time or two. Uh, you know, have you worked as a cashier ever? Yes or no? One time. Simple, yeah, yes or no questions that kind of just made you know that they're living breathing and they have a pulse and at that point uh, as long as uh, they, they they looked the part pretty much uh, you know went from there as long as they could they could fake it I went all in on it and uh, hired them um, many <laughs> hey you have a face you knew what money looks like you're hired I'm trying to take like probably like 10 or 12 really bad hires and lump them into one story because so I would think one yeah you've made some bad hires bad, yeah the- I, I didn't you, again there was no there was no real background learning in it you know back in the day there was like a, a system that used to code people different colors yeah you pretty much would take whatever color code it was and if they were green you were like oh, oh well, I guess I should hire this them. is the person I should hire what green really meant was that they knew how to answer a whole bunch of questions properly and they could you know potentially just bs a system right and at that point anybody could do that and then the person that showed up never usually matched what their answers were but you never really saw their answers either which made it hard anyway long story short i realized how important it was to interview to uh get to know the hire and then to really use kind of different techniques to kind of figure out if they were a good fit and we're going to talk about some of those techniques yeah yeah. in close uh, in a minute or two we're going to actually give you some questions you could even ask in that interview. Because after those, those, I guess we'll call them failure hires. Oh. And I, I want to give you another story. This one's on me of a failure hire. And it's yeah. kind of different. So again, David was in a retail setting. I was in a, a small business setting. And I am a friendly guy. And that doesn't always bode well when you're hiring slash firing. It, it- Bodes well if you want a job. It does. It does. And people wanted jobs. And I had this tendency for years to literally bring people on the team. Yes, it was a part-time capacity, but it cost money. Cost money to train them. Cost money to onboard them. If they were just around, they were just there enough times. So we, we've talked about this briefly, but we we kind of manage and, and run an entertainment business. And this was a mistake back in the day. We had brought people on that were just ever-present. Didn't mean they were qualified. Didn't mean, and I've seen this happen in other places too, in other arenas. It'll happen in restaurants. It'll happen in other businesses. They're just around. And that doesn't necessarily mean they're a prime candidate for what you're doing. But I felt like, oh, there's a nice person. They're supportive. They're helping. He's carrying the heavy thing. This is great. Oh, you got a job now. (laughs) 
There are so many things wrong with that, but we'll just start with there wasn't a proper interview process. There wasn't a proper orientation. There wasn't a proper onboarding. And these are the things that we're going to be telling you through this episode of when you're hiring that first employee, yes, it's exciting to grow. It's exciting to add to your business, but you could take a take a one step forward, two step back situation if you're adding the wrong people to the team. So I think what we're saying is look at our past, which was a odd color-coded system of if you had a face and you've seen money before, you had a job, or literal, I guess I could call myself lazy back then, so I wasn't searching so much, so I was like, oh, that person's already there. Here you go, come on, join the party. The, the hire-a-friend mentality? The, yes, that's, yeah, the convenience hire-a-friend mentality is is not, I think, what can help your business grow. It's not finding the right person for, for probably the job that you're hiring, right? Exactly. Yeah. And that's a big thing is is finding people that want the job that you need filled, not you as the business owner pushing that job on them. And let me give you let me kind of go there again because so so let's say you own a sandwich shop. I, I don't know why I love bringing up sandwich shops. It's a, it's a thing I like. I enjoy sandwiches. Just like to make me hungry. I know. And you're making so many sandwiches, you're so busy, and you need another sandwich maker. Is it in your best interest to just hire the first person you see that you know could make a sandwich? Or should you look for people that might have a passion for food? Maybe they're looking for work in that industry because that's what they want to be doing with the rest of their life. I think that if you're if you're excited to grow and you just go with the first person that's there, there's going to be problems down the road. I had to let go of some of those people that I've talked about where yeah, they were just around and they were carrying those heavy things, but they certainly didn't match my vision of the business. You got that sandwich shop. You've got a vision for what it's going to be and the quality that those sandwiches need to be. You need to make sure that those people can get on board with that vision. And that's what a good interview process is going to be. That's with with asking these, I guess you could call them critical questions because it makes them think on another level. You, it, not just the where'd you work. That's not a good question. It's it's all It's open-ended. Yeah. Open ended. Give it, give it. We're gonna, we'll jump around a little bit. This is something you brought to my life. A couple different types of questions we ask people now in an interview. Let's, let's give at least a couple. Uh, let's see here. A couple of questions off the top of my head. Um, would be like, um, tell me about a time you had to solve a customer's problem. Yeah. And, you know, how did you solve it and what, steps did you take to make that. sure that they were happy about it? again there's there's it's an open-ended question so there's no yes or no answer you can ask that in a yes or no type of question but now it gives them a chance to tell you a story about they need to that what they've they done. need to because if they don't one of those things for me that that's what that you pulled like the question i was thinking of too yeah. because giving them an ex, uh, qu- question just like that we also ask another one of give me an example of a time you had limited resources but you still had to achieve a goal i really like that because they have to go somewhere in their mind and find that story and to be honest it doesn't matter which job they reference. Their resume's in front of you anyway. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter if it was a retail job or a service job. If they can talk about a time where they had that instance, or the one, I think we also ask a lot, uh, a time a customer was unhappy right? and and how you dealt with that. It, it shows you that, A, they remember what the heck they're doing. Mm-hmm. B, they can critically think about solutions. And if they don't have an answer, and this has happened in multiple interviews, that's something you as the business owner have to mark down. This is not someone who can mentally establish when they've 
helped or not helped a customer or not been able to work with limited resources, those are big kind of like flag moments for you. I mean, you're going to become an interviewer essentially hiring your first employee. Right. And it gives you a chance to start to learn about them. So a lot of our questions are very customer service oriented because as a as a web design marketing company, the first thing you you never think about is customer service. So right. it's, it's an important part for us because we're not your standard web company. We're not the people that, that are, are, you know, don't answer our phones or, you know, don't call you and don't communicate. So some of the things that we talk about is good customer service, communication, solving problems, because that's what we need in, in our day. And unfortunately, if you've never had, even, even if you can reference some school experience, right, about what you've done. Absolutely. But if, if, if you're not known for, going above and beyond to helping out a group of friends or doing something like that. You know, how do I know as a team member on our our team that you're going to be able to help us solve these problems? And that's so important into getting to know, are they going to be a good fit? So these questions should really give you a, 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 this person, are they going to be a good fit on your team? And can they, you know, work within what you need? Like a good sandwich person, Absolutely. right? Is, is probably going to have, you know, friendly. They're going to be able to solve problems when they run out of ham or run out of turkey or something like that. What There's happens always something. when an issue like that occurs? What are they going to do? And when you get, I think, that background story from them about how they've done it or if they told you that they've never never had an issue before, it's... it's. I always put a red flag on that too. If, yeah. if you're asking a question that is something that someone had to critically think through and they're like, oh, that's never come up. I've never had that issue. That seems like a glaze over to me. And it's something that I would kind of remember and maybe even mark down and be like, well, that happens to everyone. Somebody, maybe they never used the word resources in their life, but in that, that one where you had limited resources, you ran out of the ham, what did you do? I mean, everyone's had something happen to them in a workplace scenario. And it doesn't have to be just food service. You could have been in an office scenario. Your boss asked you to go get paper or print something and the printer's broken. Mm. You, you have to figure out something because the resource you were supposed to use is gone. So what we're saying here, big picture, you're looking for adding that employee, interview people, talk to people, and do not accept yes or no answers, which means you don't ask yes or no questions. Right. Yes or no questions aren't going to get you anywhere. You're not going to get to know that person. You're not going to get to know what they like, what they're capable of, how their brain works. And if you're going to be working with someone, especially if it's in a side-by-side -side scenario, for example, maybe you're a, a service industry and you're you're a plumber and you're doing so well and you need to add a apprentice or whatever the word would be, you're going to be working with this person. Do your diligence and find out what they're capable of through some question and answer, through some open-ended questions. We gave you just a few, and I want to make sure that we we touch upon another piece of this puzzle that, again, David has brought into my life over the last couple of years. It's not just about the interview. Once you've found that person you like, getting them familiarized with what you do is very key. I made a lot of mistakes with this in the beginning. Brought people on. They had a face. They were around. That was my thing. They were near me. I hired them and I didn't prepare them for success. Mm -hmm. We didn't have an orientation. We had like a 15-minute sit-down. You you understand what's going on, right? You know how to work a microphone, I think, right? No? Okay, cool. Let's figure it out. Orientation. Setting people up for success. Every big company you go for does it. You can do it on a small scale. We're going to use our sandwich shop again. Have that person come in before you open. Go over how to make each sandwich. Go over how to use the cash register. Go over your 
axioms of service. Maybe you have some, some special things that you do or you have a special reward program you want to ask them about. We've all had jobs in our lives. We've all gone through these things. You as a small business owner, you have to do it. I mean, how important is orientation, David? I mean, I think it's it's you can hire the best person for the best job, but if they're not already, if they're not now bought in on what you're doing, I, I think you know at that point every bit of you know effort that we just did, posting your job, doing a good interview, it, it, it's it's null and void. It doesn't really matter because you've now missed the opportunity to engage them, to get them fired up and ready to to be a part of your team. To, to be an ambassador for your brand, right? They're, chances are they're going to be on the front lines. They're going to be making the sandwiches. They're going to be talking with clients. They're going to be, you know, uh, you know, doing the work. You know, you want to make sure that they're doing things to your quality. And I think it, it absolutely is the worst thing you can do is not spend that time with that person on day one, you know, to at least get you going to, to get them, you know, off on the right foot with your company. Set people up for success. Uh, again, I've learned a lot from mistakes. Give them the opportunity to know everything there is about your business from the, I mean, from the employee point of view, if you will. I'm not mm-hmm. saying you have to share with them revenue numbers or no. anything like that. I'm saying give them the tools to succeed. Whatever your industry is, there's an opportunity, and it it could be in conversations, it could be hands on. Don't set them up to bomb. Well, it's it's even as simple stuff like when will I get paid. Right. Yeah. Things, let them know things that you got to think to yourself. If, if you got a new job, what, what's going to stress that person? What are they going to be worried about? What What's new to them that 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 is within your your business that maybe they need to know about? So maybe it's about everything from what's your time off policy to when are you, um, you know, when you open and close. You know, what's your process and procedures for doing things? You know, again, when do you get paid? What are your benefits? What are the things that maybe uh, weren't necessarily covered in full detail during the uh, interview process, but are things that now somebody's on your team, they're probably going to want to know so they know what to kind of expect or, or you know, know what the, the kind of rules and, and situations are. And depending on your business, you know, again, you, you might handle food. There's there's possibly laws that, you know, could, you have to could get you even more in trouble. So yeah. it's important that, that they even understand what that is so that way you're not going to, um, you know, fall flat on your face in terms of, you know, breaking a law. So there's definitely, um, you know, small things, small things, and then give them that backstory. Tell them about why you're there and who you are and why the company's there. I think the more and more, I say, more and more bought into your your Yeah, I like that phrase, buy-in. Yeah, the more and more they're bought into your brand, I think the longer they're going to be around as 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 an employee, the more detail they'll be in the work that you ask them to do and then i think that they're going to just be that that maybe that that hard worker that you probably didn't even maybe even expect it from them because they they're just so understanding about maybe what it took to for you to get to the business or maybe there's sides of the business they even know maybe they didn't even know it was such a small business and it was just you um so there's definitely things that, that you can kind of help them out with so that way they 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 know again how to speak for you and and and, and can be be your brand adding people to your team could be extremely exciting it means you're growing it means you need more things of course there are stressful moments that come in that is you you're taking care of more than just you at that point but using tools like indeed.com to find resumes using some strategic questions that are not just yes or no answer in your interview and building your own orientation process i think will help you successfully bring on your first employee 
This episode is brought to you by podcastingdoneright.com. We've got in the studio the man himself, the quiz master, producer extraordinaire, Brian Fritz. So what we're going to do now is we're going to transition into David's least favorite segment of the show, which is the trivia segment, until he wins. Because the moment he wins, it's instantly it his become, most favorite. It will become my first. I hope it becomes... He's a competitive guy. We have, uh, I guess, blanked out the win-loss column from the first dozen episodes, and it is true. I am undefeated. I am legitimately no, undefeated in no. the Brian Fritz era. I mean... In one, my era, yeah. 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 In, oh wow, he agreed in, even in one one match. In it doesn't the, in count. The BF it, era. Just keep going. They don't even. What do we call it? The modern ball. What do they call that in baseball? Look, it's what is it's that called? Like AD BF. Yeah, we're in the BF <laughs> is it, era. Isn't it in like sports rankings? Some they, you have to go a couple games before they even start the rankings. No, I mean they would call you undefeated indirectly, yeah. but nobody would ever like. You you don't tout that. I don't know. One win as undefeated. He's equating it like the first game of a baseball season that goes 162 games. Yeah, he is yeah. talking about that. But he we got 162 games, 161 more games to go. So, so if you lose this one, you're looking down, real buddy. bad. You're looking calm real down. bad. All right, so it's three questions. Yeah. The format from last episode, if you guys don't remember, is we're writing down and kind of talking through our process. The only reason we're writing it down is Brian can see us so that he knows that it's legitimate and there is no cheating because we're quite competitive. So let's do this. Sure. Fire away. Here we go. So you guys were talking about Indeed.com. There's all these different websites Indeed. that are out there, obviously, to help people find jobs or even Indeed. help employers, you know, find employees. So there's and there's a lot of different websites that are out there that specialize in different fields. Now, one of those is there is a website that helps people um, that are looking for tech jobs. So oh, no. I'm going to give you three choices and you tell me which one is the leading website for people looking for tech jobs. Uh-oh. Is it dice.com? Is it onewire.com? Or is it idealist.com? Oh, dear. I am completely in the dark he, here. Here's the issue. I'm not looking for a job. Right. So this is a very fair question because oh, I, am, I, like this. I am not... But you might have seen these more. You're the oh, more techie than me. I'm not looking for a job, sir. I know. I'm happy oh, where dear. I'm at. Thanks for I, asking. I, I have to. Go, I like the multiple choice format Let, here. Yeah. Turn around. I let went me see. With a guess. I don't like it. Let's see. You I put went with idealist. Uh, idealist. I put, said one wire. And I like that. I like. And that. you're both wrong. It is yes. dice.com. Oh, I believe it. Dice.com. Dice.com. For tech industry. Now, what is that? Does it stand for something? Huh? I don't well, know. no, but it's used by financial services and, uh, or excuse me, one wire is used by financial services and accounting and insurance places. Idealist isn't even. A, idealist is full time internship and volunteer positions with nonprofits. Ah, you could be. I a, like that though. You yeah. could be ideal. That's nice. Mm. Well, so no point awarded. I'm not losing yet. Yeah. Indeed. So we, you have to send this to them for a backlink <laughs> as we talk. Sure. About. <laughs> Indeed. So for um, for employers, obviously, when they are speaking with uh, people that are applying for jobs with them, one of the things you wonder about on the resume is how accurate is the resume. Right. Are people lying? People are they lie. Are they misrepresenting no, they themselves? Do. Oh my God, people fabricate. No way. Right? They do. You don't believe it. Actually, I heard a really funny story. Can I? Can I? Yeah, yeah absolutely. So I was going out uh, to dinner with a client and they were talking about one of the guys that's been with them for forever. 
and they found his old resume. Really funny story. I'm probably telling it completely wrong. You're okay anyway, so, far. so it was from like <laughs> 10, 15 years ago, maybe even 20. And one of the things that mentioned on it was great like word processing skills. It's an older gentleman. And to this day, he hates the computer, doesn't do things on the computer. But yet like 15, 20 years ago, he absolutely fabricated That's it. That's awesome. And it's like uh, 14 words per minute. Yeah. Sure. Wrong. He was strong. It, it was not strong then. It's not strong now. <laughs> but we all but we all know that this happens. It's, and it's, it's one of the problems. Yeah. Well, there's been a survey that's been done by Career Builder that talks about how many people either lie or misrepresent themselves on their what? resume. So within 10, within 10%, yes. how many people do you think either lie or misrepresent themselves on their resume? I have a number. I have one too. It's kind of high. 33%. I put 85. And you would be dead on right. 85% what? is the number. Double points. 80, he did not say that it's double points. Getting it dead on is impressive. That is. We should moving forward. Maybe you should get a half point I'm for that. Because I'm an honest person. I think you get a half point for that for getting exactly right. I don't know. An I think extra we have half to point. set something. I love it. Quizmaster has spoken. Because I, you know that, that way. Was good. In case there's a tie, That's that that breaks high. it. Eighty-five percent. Just a couple of years ago, it was around 60 percent. But the most recent survey said eighty-five percent. Thirty-three because I believe in honesty. Uh, people are throw, throw humanity people are horrible, out the door. Terrible. <laughs> All right, so I'm down one nil. I wonder how se- how severe that one and a half. I mean, you're making it up as we go now. Sounds like something that used to happen in the past. Nah, it doesn't he, sound right. Yeah, it sounds like he learned from somebody. There was else. nothing set in place. We should have set that last episode because there okay. was opportunity. Fair enough. Fair enough. Okay. Fair enough. Okay. Moving forward, see, double points. I, I'm fine with. I don't really have a tiebreaker. I kind of do. So we'll see if we need yeah. it though. Okay. I, if I don't get it, it's moot. That's okay. I so, got a half point anyway. One you and a half, you can't win. I'm, imp- I'm, pre- I'm there impressed. You go. So, so you've lied on your resume and I haven't. That's what we know. <laughs> That's what we know. Did now, I? we always, no, here's the last question. So we've always wondered what kind of questions uh, you should ask during a job interview. And you guys yeah. talked about that. So now even potential NFL players have to undergo basically a job interview. Yeah. And they have to take an intelligence test to score their uh, we, aptitude. We know what that's called. So. That's most people usually talk about quarterbacks have yeah. to take this test. So what's the name of that test? We both know this one. I think. We'll write it down. But I also know the number of questions if that's the tiebreaker. Oh. Write it down. Wait, I have to. Oh, I might get it without him remembering what the name the of name it. What is the name of the test that NFL players take to score? Oh, their I don't want to say because I have it, I think. Come on, David. You like Aaron Rodgers. He I... scored poorly on this. Did he really? No, he didn't. He I'm did sure fine. he didn't. He did fine. Uh, he wasn't like the highest ever or anything like that, but he did well. Ironically, some of the highest ever are not like the most successful dudes. I, I, I don't even know. I don't know the name of the test. It's like something aptitude test. It is not called that. I no. don't think it, it is, is not called the Wonderlick test, test oh, which yeah. I think is 27 questions. I it might be. I did just, look. Yeah. Uh, that would have been a great tiebreaker for me to destroy you on. He's got some other tiebreaker for us. Well, hold on. So, I mean, what are some of these questions on the Wonderlick test? I don't know that. Oh, I, oh, I can give you some there. of those. There yeah. are some really tough ones. Are they? Yeah. But, but there's stuff, and you only have a certain amount of time to take it's the a test, It's a time test. What is it, under 10 minutes? <sighs> is it an so open it's, it's, it's not an, what do you mean, like open note? Is it open-ended? Like, like are they like, it's not like how many NFL teams are there? No, 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 no. It's, it's not something it's, like that. It consists of 50 multiple choice questions no, to be answered off. in 12 minutes. 12 minutes. Ooh, yes. That's, 
How now, was... like, here's some sample questions. Oh, yeah. That's what I want. Oh, I okay. spelled it wrong, too. <laughs> a high-speed train travels 25 feet in a third of a second. In four seconds, the train will have traveled how many feet? Oh, my God. 75 times four. 300. Exactly. 300. You got to, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you no, rip I get them. it. So is it okay. Wonderlic? W-O-N-D-E-R-L-I-C? Yeah. Yeah, I spelled it wrong. But yeah, it's used for a lot of businesses, not just the NFL. Right, right, right. Mm-hmm. That kind I of think a lot of people associate it with the NFL. I know, but it's saying like a bunch of different businesses but, use it. But Adult now, education. It's It doesn't, if you score badly though, I mean, there isn't like a score that's not going to get you on an NFL team, is there? Not necessarily, but no. if you score really poorly, they're going to be like, oh, academics, not this guy's thing. Right. Oh, like he's really fast. Let me let me give you guys a tiebreaker question here. All right, cool. Because we are 1-1. Okay. So dealing with the Wonderlick test, and since NFL players do have to take it, this will be multiple choice. Yeah. Okay. What position has done the best at the Wonderlick? Mm-hmm. Is it? Yeah. Is it? I know what he's going to give us. Is it defensive lineman, offensive lineman? Or quarterbacks. I already wrote mine down. I, I know. I'm. I wrote offensive line. Offensive line. You both are right. Yeah. Okay. I, the sneak what, play is the, the quarterback. Okay. Yeah. The sneak play is the quarterback. Now, okay. So, but they're not. So smart. you're still tied. <laughs> we are. Still and then we're going to break this down even further. Oh yes. Okay. It is offensive line. Now, Percentages. who ranks the highest on the test? Is it an offensive tackle, <gasps> offensive center, or an offensive guard? Wow. That's challenging. I mean, I have offensive linemen. Is it a center, a tackle? I have a reasoning, but I don't know if it's right. I have a tackle. I wrote center. The winner is one of you two, and it would be David. Yes, tackle over center. The rankings are offensive tackle, offensive center, quarterback, then the offensive guard. See, I would have said center because they have to, to, I guess, call out all the stuff. What made you go tackle? You guessed. It was a hundred percent guess. Disavow. Well, you know, garbage. No, He's a I, guesser. No. He's a guesser. <laughs> There's a lot of that. You guys going were just on. shocked that I even headed that bar. That was good. <laughs> that I mean, that was kept impressive. Going. Brian, that was impressive. That worked out. This trivia segment has been brought to you by podcastingdoneright.com and the finest quiz master on I Want Business in existence. I suppose David won on a tiebreaker. We were one Woo-hoo. to one, and then he whooped me with tackle. I can take that. I can go in 500. I tackled him. Next episode. Our next episode is going to be all about the five free Google tools to help your business. You're going to want to check that one out. So make sure you get online. You follow us on either iTunes, subscribe, Google Play, wherever you listen to podcasts. Get a hold of us. I want business. All one word. Hit us up at podcast at IWantClarity.com if you have any questions or you want to give us suggestions of what you want to hear. We've got show notes on our website, IWantClarity.com, and we'll see you next time.